Thanks for downloading another episode of Three Different Dads with myself, Jim, and Tyler. Guys, thanks for, uh, it's another month already. It seems like it went by really fast. Very quick. Super quick. Um, we're here to regale you with dad stories, parenting stories, and how us as dads would handle certain situations. Um, and uh, if anybody has situations they would like to to submit to our podcast, you know, they could email the nerdball podcast at gmail.com because that's all we have. Uh, or tell us uh, in person or text or whatever because you uh whoever's listening to this probably knows us by phone number so they can get a hold of us that way um so we're, we're changing up a little bit um last month jim provided all the stories and we reacted to them this month we're all bringing a story of some kind and then we the other two i guess all of us will react to it and and talk about that story so uh does anybody want to go first let's do it all right james let's go what do you all got right. Yeah, so mine comes from the ultra like reliable New York Post, and okay. it was a mom who started saving for her daughter's nose job when she was twelve years old, <laughs> and at fourteen she had saved three thousand or three thirty thousand dollars. Oh my! And took her daughter to Las Vegas to go get a nose job. And she said it was worth it in the end because the daughter's self-confidence is a lot higher. Mm -hmm. This just sounds crazy to me. Uh, it sounds it sounds very crazy. First of all, do we know if the daughter wanted this? It sounds like in the article, the daughter was picked on a little bit because of, uh, you know, some different things. And this was... Uh, she did have a large nose. Yeah. Uh, I saw before and after pictures of the whole thing. Uh, but I was just like, you know, everybody is insecure when they're in their teenage. I mean, even now it's like such, it's just a weird, I don't know. My first instinct, if, if my daughter said like, hey, my friends are making fun of me at when they're 12, wouldn't it be like, all right, let's let me save up 30 grand so we can go get your nose fixed it's like how quickly did the mother save up the 30 grand two years man working mom first of all so can that, I, that's, I'll that's my initial that. reaction that's my <laughs> initial reaction is i don't know is she single like is she single <laughs> <laughs> that, that's an aggressive uh that's an aggressive savings plan so good for the mother but no i would man i I, at least for myself, like that's, that would be my daughter's like, Hey, you do you when you're, when you're 18 or older, like that's, I, cause like, all right. So like devil's advocate, like what happens if the surgery's like botched, like then, then what do you do now? Now this story did have a happy ending. She said okay. the daughter's grades have improved. She feels more self-confident and is wearing less makeup. Uh, <laughs> for whatever that that you know take this some sort of plus pl prosthetic surgery center email chain you're on or something on the benefits of, of surgery or <laughs> typically with the nose job they're making it smaller I, it's just uh I, I this really just blew my mind because it, that would not have been at all like the one of the early things it's like get a new group of friends yeah like, or it, it, at, yeah at the at the very least you know be like okay this is how this is how to handle situations when when th stuff like this happens you know and and yes it's it sucks and work through it but uh um this it's a good it's a hard learning thing but it's a good learning lesson to to for your for your child whoever it may be um does the ending, knowing the ending, does that change? Like, if you, if you know the ending, like everything's going to be one hundred percent better, does that change your mind as far as like, yeah, I want to do this? Uh, yeah, I mean that. To Tyler's point, like the risk assessment and in, in like, hey, doing even like surgeries, like with my daughter now and like speech stuff. It's like this summer we're going to have to go and have her have another surgery, and if it because one that we did before didn't work all the way correctly and yeah. so this one it could work 
it could also give her sleep apnea. It could also, you know, there's different things associated to it. And so it's just like, okay, like to me, I understand my daughter just fine. Like if like Lorenzo, when you meet her, like in a couple months, like it's, you're probably, you'll understand her, but it's, it's like an adjustment period essentially. And so it's just like, okay, but do you want her like, there's all these, like, you kind of go back and forth. Like, I don't want to be in the position to be like, Hey, I, this thing happened because I made this decision long-term that could be negative, but at the same time, I also feel like for me, it's like, you want to make sure you give your child like every opportunity. And so this was like, um, no, I mean, I see both sides of it, but for me, it was just kind of create like that extreme for, uh, optional surgery was, was crazy. So in my mind, cause I don't know if the daughter, when she's 16 or 17 is like, I don't like the way my tits look mom, I need a boob job. Yeah. Are we, are we going down that road? Well, I think that, I mean, I feel like that's the start of it. And if yeah. you start, if you start with a no job at 14, then there's going to be more, I would imagine there's going to be, yeah. if, if there's insecurities <laughs> about stuff, because, because you didn't teach like, yes, everyone has insecurities. Here's, and maybe she did, maybe she said, Hey, um, this is how we deal with it. And we're going to deal with it for until I raise this money in a remarkably amount of time. Um, this is how we're going to deal with it. And until then, here are the tools. Maybe she did all that. I don't know. But if she didn't, if she just said, hey, suck it up until <laughs> until we could fix uh, fix this nose. then Until we could fix this hideous nose of yours, honey. <laughs> <laughs> Go hide yourself for a few years. Uh, and... Yeah. Please stay at home as much as possible for these two years while we save up this money. <laughs> well, and she's like, oh, my daughter during the pandemic was so happy because the mask covered her face and like all this. Oh, my shit. God. So, so Jim, with, with your daughter, has she expressed like, Hey, um, I kids make fun of me or something like that. She just says like, she has to repeat herself sometimes people. Oh, it just okay. gets frustrating. So yeah. it's just like, shit, like, okay. When, when yeah. I, I get it from that standpoint, cause when something like that happens, like as a parent, you're just like, I want to do whatever I can to help you, mm-hmm. you know? And it's just, but also my daughter's seven soon to be eight and not 14 yeah Um, yeah like that level of maturity like i don't know a little different but Mm -hmm. tyler um i was trying to think of like like you i mean you jokingly said like is she single or whatever but if let's say let's say she was divorced and there was another uh her dad was involved like i would think major life decisions regardless of the relationship you have with your ex like you still have to be like all right what are we doing here um yes. right like like you can't just um, be like uh, he, uh oh yeah she wanted her ears pierced i mean that's a little thing but that's still something you have to discuss right yeah so we did this like olivia got her ears pierced over the like late summer into into school year like a, a week or two into the school year i think she had her ears pierced this year um uh, but yeah we like we discussed that and stuff um, ironically though, and I think this is similar in a lot of states is like one parent is responsible for like making medical decisions. Like legally you have to have that in like your divorce stuff. Okay. Uh, but yeah, like something like we're discussing, like a nose job, like again, like I would just, I really would struggle. Like even if, cause like, like Jim's situation is completely different. I view it as like, you know, that's like, you know, you're, your child wants to, you know, like you, they're the one coming to you, telling you stuff like, and I get, I guess, no job. I just look at it as like different as far as like, like facial features, gym joke, boob job, like whatever, like that's, that to me is like way different than what Jim's talking about. So yeah, I mean, fortunately, like knock on wood, like we haven't had to have any of those conversations with Olivia, like about surgery and stuff like that. But yeah, like a nose job is elective surgery and stuff. And yeah, I would, I would really struggle with that. So, so go ahead, Jim. So I'm assuming like Lisa has that power, the medical power for you guys. Okay. Um, don't, don't just, just, don't. I, I didn't say anything. I, yeah, I was so just I'll, okay, I'll be honest. So like Lisa, oh, is, Lisa is, she's, she's super, she's super like protective of, uh, of Olivia like that's just that's again I think that's a normal sure. mom thing yeah so, so like 
but I guess my question is, so if something happens or, or like, and you disagree with it or, or have a different plan yeah. of that, like, how does that, is it just her word goes on those type of things? And it's just like, it so it's it's different like major medical stuff like we're supposed to like obviously get together have those conversations like but if it's just something like hey she needs like her doctor visits shots all that stuff like that's supposed to just like lisa just does that stuff what if it's like a tattoo at 17 i mean some of us made that mistake at 17 mistake <laughs> some, some of us yeah i have thought Wait, recently, you were 17 when you got it yeah jim and i were 17 actually so for those of our listeners that don't know jim and i had seven yeah 17 awesome year old ta- tattoos awesome tattoos and our and our cool parents shout out judy shout out julie they came with us or you know, had to sign i was gonna off. ask you about that <laughs> they literally had to sign off like come in I'm... and sign off to, for us to get tattoos like and this horrible under idea underage so i went i think tyler and i just went on our own to like book the appointment or something and then you have to have a parent actually there when things are happening Mm. and or, or i'm not sure exactly what it was we were but trying like, to be cool football players yeah. senior year we wanted to look cool and what did we do we got like i got like a tattoo this big that you couldn't <laughs> even see on my shoulder anyways so. where's yours at jim Amazing. is yours on your shoulder too jim yeah but but like i remember i had my mom go with me my dad was like there's no way in hell you're doing this yeah yeah, I didn't think your dad would want to. Yeah, Gary yeah. would not sign off on it. I told, I told my mom, I was like, listen, we've already booked the appointment. It's rude <laughs> if we don't go. <laughs> it's rude. <laughs> oh my he God. pulled the he pulled the Midwestern like, hey, we can't cancel on these people, yeah. mom. <laughs> Julia, Julie took me. My dad didn't <laughs> talk to me for like a week, but... <sighs> That's it, yeah, man. You're, yeah, you're. I, I, I don't remember. Uh, I would imagine when you showed everyone tattoos, we were all like, "Oh man, that's sweet." Uh, but maybe, maybe not. I don't know for sure. <laughs> I, I just, yeah, like I think some people are like, "Oh, that's cool," but you know, like they, they looking I, back, like I think it would have been a lot cooler if we were like really good. <laughs> We probably should have got right. barbed wire. Like barbed wire really would have set us apart. Yeah. Like, let's be honest. Well, you start. You guys started, right? Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm saying like, yeah. also like as a team. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> so it's so it's our fault that you guys have horrible tattoos. <laughs> well, no, I'm just I'm I'm sure like the coaching staff is probably like, look at these fucking assholes. Like they their team sucks and their asses are going out like getting tattoos for what reason? Like this isn't going to help us win. Do they look similar? I don't remember because I know Tyler's just like a son or something, right? That's my. No, I was. Mine's like a little appropriation on mine. What was yours? Some Chinese. uh, Oh, that's right. Okay, okay, okay. So, oh, your your second one was a. A son. My second one was a cool idea. First one was a little cross. Yeah. Okay. All right. Not that the listeners care. So (laughs) I care. I want to know. (laughs) No, dude. So my second one. What was crazy about that? I didn't tell anybody. And I think I got it. It was, I was, I just, I I was 18. Didn't tell anyone in my family and power went out in our house. And I'd always just sleep in my like gym shorts or whatever. And my bedroom was in the basement where the breaker box was. And it was like 2 AM or something. And, you know, no shirt on, whatever. My dad comes downstairs and he's like, hey, I need your help to move this so that I can get to the breaker box. Totally unsafe. But like, okay. And then um, he's doing that. He has this flashlight. We're doing all this other shit. We're flipping things back and forth. Get that up. Lights come back on. It's just him and I in my bedroom, you know, middle of the night. And he's like, what's that? <laughs> and I just said, dad, it's late. I don't want to get into it right now. <laughs> I'm going back to bed. And he's like, he went upstairs, I think was pissed off at my, my like, what is good? Like talk to my mom about stuff next morning, not a word. And I'm yeah. just like, 
that was the best way I feel like for me that he could have found out about it because it's just like, all right, we pulled the bandaid off. We, we made it happen. Didn't really even get into an argument about it. And just, uh, it, it is what it is. And, and, an act of God was responsible for showing the yeah. second one. Um, exactly. So if I would have told my dad, uh, dad, I don't want to get into it right now. He, he wouldn't have had the same reaction. He might have made you start mowing the lawn at 2 a.m. I don't know. <laughs> I could yeah. never. If my uh, if my dad decided we're talking about something, I could just be like, no, we're not. <laughs> Especially, it was something I did not want to have that conversation. Sure. I mean, yeah. I didn't want to talk about my bad grades, but hey, guess what? We talked about them. <laughs> so... <laughs> Uh, what's your second? What is your second tattoo? It's a sun around the. Uh... <laughs> and this is how much I wanted it, right? <laughs> when you saw Tyler's, like, yes. I went with Ty- Tyler's, like, hey, I'm going to get another tattoo. I'm like, oh my okay. gosh. And I was at his apartment or oh, my head whatever, the dorm, and I was just like, hey. I'll just go with you, check it out. Like we're going to the same place again. And the dude was like, Hey, you like you see anything? Two for like? one. And I'm just like, uh, <laughs> you know, I have this thing on, is... I have this little thing on my shoulder. It doesn't look right. Like there needs to be more, was my, my opinion. <laughs> and so he's just like, Yeah, no, definitely. And so it's just like, I'm like, what do you think about like a son? And he's just like, Oh, that's cool. He's like, you know what would be really badass? Like a stone sun. And I'm like, you think it would look cool? He's like, oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> so Can you I don't have anybody right now? 50 bucks. We'll get this done. I was just like, done. Can you both do me a favor? No. And send, <laughs> and send me pictures uh, of your tattoos. Possibly, yes. Because <laughs> I would love to put them on Instagram. <laughs> What you should do is take like a snip, like a corner of the tattoo itself and be like, tune in. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah to, tune in <laughs> to listen to what this is. <laughs> uh, Sorry. All right. Went kind of sidetracked there. No, that's perfect. That's so good. My head hurts from laughing. Um, and the sheer size of it also. Uh, okay. So have you guys seen... Uh, seen the movie Red Panda? Not Red Panda. Um, yes. Is that what it's called? Turning Red. Turning Red. Or Turning Red. Have you guys yeah. seen that? Yes. Yeah. Watch it last week. Perfect. Um, so I don't know if you guys are aware, but apparently there's a huge uproar about it because of uh, kind of at the beginning, basically, where they talk about like girls going through their periods, or I mean, that's what the whole movie is, right? A coming of age is what they what yeah. they say. I mean, all Disney movies are coming of age. Um, but there's a huge uproar about it. I when I watched it, um, I didn't know anything about it. Most I would imagine most people, maybe you guys yourselves included, didn't even like, hey, what's this movie all about? Besides the little two lines they give you. Um, but parents were up really upset that uh they're like, we should have known that this blah blah blah. We should have known that this was gonna tell talk about the these this subject or whatever. Um, I didn't even think about that. And as we watched it, like I might have glanced at at my wife and and kind of to see what she was what doing but my kids my kids never brought anything up after the fact i mean i think lillian's she's seven she's too young to i think think about that kind of stuff mateo for sure they you know they they've been going through that stuff in school so i'm, I'm sure he was but he's he's too shy or even around us to even bring anything up uh after you guys saw that movie was did you have the same reaction as me as like well it's just a disney movie or did, did you were you guys uh not really concerned or were you guys like okay is this going to raise questions uh tyler go ahead go first no i mean my initial reaction was this wasn't as good as frozen like just (laughs) i didn't like it so no i mean i didn't think twice about it but also like i guess you know like olivia's watching you know like comedy movies with me like with adam sandler and stuff and you know they're, they're making like sexual references but a lot of it's just going over her head given her age so yeah. but no it's just i think it's sadly it's like the day and age we live in is overreaction like everyone just likes to you know speak into the wind and 
and if anyone can hear him, great. But yeah, I I, I didn't think twice about it. Yeah, Jim. I mean, that really wasn't something that I even thought of when I was watching it. Like, I just figured, okay, like they're just bringing in more like real references that girls probably could relate to in a particular age group. If you're not in that age group, it went right out. Like my daughter had no idea what the hell they were talking about on, on some, a lot of those things. And so, um, but I do think it was probably beneficial to some girls out there that are probably going through a similar situation. I wasn't Mm -hmm. a huge fan of the movie, but I also think like, I'm not their target audience on that particular movie. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it just, I mean, I, I saw some of that shit too. It's just like, dude, yeah, to Tyler's point, it's like people are just going to complain to complain. And like, yeah. you can't, it, it's weird, like, even on some other like things in, in education and uh, like the way like parents are just like, we want to know every single thing that's, ha- it's just like, let your kid grow a little bit. Like, yeah. it's, it's not going to kill them. Right. It's important. I feel like that they experience different points of view, like different things that are happening and make them more well-rounded on that side of things. And not just like, Hey, when they turn 18 and go away from your like protective bubble, like they're just not going to go crazy. So, yeah, yeah. um, but no, I mean, I think did, did, did you guys, uh, after the fact, uh, did you, cause I know it, for a, a little bit, because being, we all, we all have a daughter, uh, for a little bit uh, after the movie, I'm like, uh, uh, when's that going to happen? And what's how are we going to deal with it? Um, and and for me, uh, I'm pretty open about stuff. And, you know, I'll, I'll help her or, or, you know, I think Andrea will probably talk to her uh, prior to that uh, happening. But but Tyler, I started thinking about you and like because um, you're divorced, like what if that happens for the first time when she's with you? Like, have you, have you thought about like how, how this is going to go down? Yes. And yeah. that's my worst fear. Like yeah. is if, if it'll happen, like when she's, I guess, with me. Uh, yeah. I'll be honest. Like that's, that's challenging, I guess, you know, it's one of those things that I feel like the natural reaction is like the mother kind of like, you know, has that conversation and, and does all that stuff. So I don't know. TBD, I guess we'll see. I'll, I'll let you guys know. if you handle that like a champ i feel like that's a major power move like then then everybody should get sun tattoos yeah yeah (laughs) if we're selling them yeah just i mean (laughs) yeah if i was in your position ty probably my first instinct would be like let me call you know let me call your mom yeah or or my mom you know yeah and let's like do that type of thing um i bet if you not to put any pressure on you but like if you handle that right like i think that would be huge like just in in your relationship and everything else going through but i have you you don't have to go into detail no you you don't have to go into detail tyler but have you and and your ex like discussed that at all not yet no okay i know she's like young and stuff but i just didn't know i wasn't sure because i i would imagine i would imagine um so being divorced you have to talk about things that could happen in the future you have to talk about them sooner just so you're not reacting by yourself to to certain things and i don't know if that's if you guys do that or not but i but for me like i'd want to be like okay well she's going to be in junior high in a few years how are we going to handle that or you know like i just feel like it'd be it's it makes life it would make life a lot easier to like have these talks prior to yeah me planning ahead is more or less right now like hey you should like michigan versus Ohio. (laughs) okay but like that's that's about as far so i'm like slowly trying to like you know plant the seeds like take her to a game or two but i don't know yeah it's some of these conversations are definitely like I've th- definitely thought about them. I just don't know, like, you know, when they will, I guess. Yeah. And stuff. It's so, crazy yeah. because when I think of my daughter, like, it's like, okay, little kid or whatever, but like, she's almost done with second grade now. So then, like, third grade's like, 
like the whole like sex ed stuff like starts i guess here at least and i think that's okay. how it was at perrysburg also was i know like, yeah i know for mateo's in fourth grade and they started talking about it this year okay yeah so similar so it's just like holy shit like you know i think back at that age it was just like okay this is gonna be my life for the next few years and buckle in and figure shit out so yeah all i've thought is that like you know and i've told olivia i'm like you can start dating when you're like 30 35 so <laughs> just putting that out there early which which <laughs> as, as as uh for as as the world moves that's i mean that's happening naturally anyway i mean there's oh uh, yeah it seemingly is like we have we have uh we have two friends that are getting married this year or that have recently got married you know kurt kurt got married and uh, so some of our other friends recently are having kids right now, you know, and yeah, you know, so, so maybe, maybe that's, you, that's something you don't have to worry about. Yeah. Jim's, <laughs> Jim's planning on having that third and yeah, no. <laughs> I was looking at doctors actually the other day. Little... Yeah, me too. <laughs> snip, snap, <laughs> snip, snap, snip. <laughs> Uh, so you, you so just, you uh, missed uh, the uh, the opportune time to do it, which is March yeah. Madness. Yeah. yeah. So you're gonna have to wait another year, Jim. <laughs> um so uh I was talking to my brother in law who who had a vasectomy and got it reversed when he met my sister. And yeah, yeah and then they have my little nephew now. Um, but he was like I told him, I was like, ah, I'm thinking about doing it. Uh first of all, where he went, and I'm assuming it's very similar everywhere, uh, they don't you're not put out. Um, everything is just numbed up, right? And you're just standing there in the doctor's office, and they do it while you're just standing there. I'm like, I'm like, that makes me not want to do it. You're Sounds just standing terrifying. there. He's like, he's like, yeah. yeah, you just stand there. It's like a, it's like a, a big rubber band that gets snapped. I'm like, no, <laughs> I know. Okay, but here, counterpoint, right? <laughs> Jim, counterpoint, Hutchison, go. What if your wife came in and was like, hey, I'm pregnant versus you standing in a doctor's office for 10 minutes? To- okay, well, let's get this straight. I'm going to do it. It's a blessing, Jim. Every thousand <laughs> a blessing. <laughs> I'm going to do it at some point. I'm just saying it's it doesn't make it less terrifying. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, having a having... Uh, a eight year age gap between your last you're assuming your last kid and a new one is also terrifying <laughs> so yeah. I mean that's what happened with with my family my Martin my youngest sister Martina she's seven years younger than me um so my my dad always said that that was a surprise and my mom's like no nah, I plan that shit <laughs> <laughs> I'm like oh okay <laughs> so it's yeah like like Tyler said every every child's a blessing <laughs> maybe Maybe, all right. I guess. <laughs> all right. So um, we can all agree it's terrifying and we, we are scared that it's going to happen um, when when our when a woman is not present to help. Uh, chances are, t- I mean, Tyler has the higher chances of that. So cross our fingers that it happens and we can talk about it. So, yeah. yes. 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 Uh, all right. Uh, our last story for this month. Tyler, uh, what do you got for us? So not, I guess, so much a story, but just wanted your thoughts on Mm -hmm. travel sports. Do you guys think putting your kids through travel sports is worth it in today's day and age? And I guess one of the reasons I bring this up was I was, excuse me, I was having a conversation last night uh, with, with Ron. Uh, For those of you who don't know Ron. Uncle Ron. Yeah, Uncle Ron. I call him Uncle Ron. Uh, he's, anyway, he's coming on he's coming on the podcast by the way oh is he nice yeah, yeah yeah so uh great guy but we were talking about travel sports for some reason just randomly last night it got me to thinking i'm like you know i i don't think any of us are at that point right like where your kids are really doing travel sports per se correct? The, um, this is mateo's second year playing travel baseball okay yeah. so like so you'll be a great resource then like do you think like, I guess, number one, why did you put Mateo in travel baseball rather than house baseball? So he played, uh, he played house baseball. Um, f- f- he started when he was in kindergarten 
uh, so when he was five and he played for um, until he was eight. Last year, he was on a 9U team, 10U this year, obviously. So the, we asked him if he wanted to play travel baseball. Um, and he said yes, he wanted to try out. So he tried out, um, didn't make the team, but there was enough kids that didn't make the first team that they were creating a second team. Mm-hmm. And the only reason, uh, we, if, if there wasn't, we would just wouldn't have played. We wouldn't have played travel baseball. Um, the reason we did play is I knew the the head coach or the the he was going to be the head coach of the second team i knew him and from my experience as a as a travel baseball umpire those quote-unquote second teams are always like disgruntled dads that that hey my kids should have made it so i'm just going to create this team and they're not very good so i i knew knowing the head coach and knowing that and knowing the other coaches like i knew that that wasn't the reason like they weren't it's just they hey we want to give our kids a chance to play travel baseball also uh after talking to him Travel is a very loose term. Um, people think travel base, we're like, hey, we're going to this state, we're going to that state. We went, we left, um, we never stayed the night at a hotel. Whenever, okay. all the tournaments were around here. Yeah. <clears throat> the, fir- the furthest <laughs> was, was in Sandusky. Um, so it, it wasn't like, like we had, we had to spend money on It wasn't craziness, that. yeah. So correct. I guess that, correct. that's what I was initially thinking last night was, like Ron was telling me about, like, you know, his, uh, his son, Ben, and he said, you know, he bought into travel sports, you know, when, when Ben was kind of coming up through the ranks and he was telling me like, he's like, yeah, we would have tournaments every other weekend. Mm -hmm. And he's like, we were going to Chicago. We were going to Indianapolis. We were going to Columbus. And I was like, dude, like how do people afford this stuff? Like if you're, if your kid is on like a travel travel team like that, but like what you're talking about is like local tournaments. And that's, I don't see a problem with that. You know, like that's kind of cool to me. But yeah, I guess I, I would just struggle. Like if Olivia, you know, got to a point where, you know, she de- dedicated herself to a sport and she was telling me she wanted to do travel, whatever. And like, and if it was serious, like, I'm like, how do, how do people afford this? Like, mm-hmm. it, cause just thinking about like the hotels and stuff alone and like the travel costs, like, man, it's gotta get expensive so fast. So. Well, also the, the, uh, the nature of travel baseball it's still during the baseball season, which is a plus two. Like I, it's, I think it's basketball and volleyball are the ones where like, Hey, we do this 365 versus tournaments all the time. I think those are the big ones. So right now with travel baseball and him, you know, being, uh, being on the team he is and not having to go very far, like, like, sure. Let's, let's play face a little better competition. That's, you know, yeah, we got to spend, spend money because it's not house baseball, but, but we don't have to go to hotels. And I think he plays in like three tournaments or something in the summer so it's not a lot sorry jim you're gonna say something no i was just gonna like that to me sounds perfect right Mm -hmm. like hey we're never staying over we're not like you know kids that want to get better and play more like they can go do it we're gonna go do these tournaments we're gonna do all this other stuff um what blows my mind like especially here in texas is there's a lot of these travel teams and like the head coach, like that's their full-time job. Like these parents are like paying salaries for these people and they're not making like, they're making 80, hundred grand a year coaching travel teams, especially like soccer clubs are huge here. Like we have a lot of them, FC Dallas, like there's all these different age groups that they go through. And these guys, they, I mean, you're dropping a couple grand to register your cup, like, there's coaches fees, there's field fees, there's tournaments that they're all going to. And it like, to me, like in, to what Lorenzo was saying, like, I feel like it's just like a lot of parents that were just like, Hey, I could have made, like, I was, I feel like in their head, they're like, man, if I didn't have an asshole coach, if I didn't like, if I would have just done this a little different, like I could have done X. And like, when I look at this, yeah. Best really, case they should have said if my kid just didn't suck at this sport, they could have got on the A team. Yeah, or, or even if like you're really good, right? Like colleges and stuff, and, and maybe it's changed, but I feel like you know maybe eighth grade, ninth grade is when they're if you're like elite, like you might start to get on like radars of things. But like if you're fourth, fifth, sixth grade, like get out and play. I feel like as yeah. much as you can, and it's like and, and it's also it's gone to like super specialized in sports and like 
I feel like it was that way when we were like starting to trend that way when we were going through like high school where, I mean, there's some friends of ours who like only played this sport, only yeah. did this type of thing, even though they would have excelled in a majority, like in a lot of different sports. Um, it's just like, Hey, out of all these kids here, there's only so many scholarships. There's only so many like professional and like, What's the well, real? So what is it like one percent? One percent of all kids that play sports will even get like a college scholarship. Like we're not even talking professional. So like I guess that was by where I was wanted to go with it. Is like, is the juice juice worth the squeeze? And like uh, to me, like the answer is no. Like I just don't I don't see it. Like the thing, Lorenzo, you mentioned like you know young, uh, you know like umpiring. And I still remember, like, I ended up quitting because, like, it just wasn't any fun anymore because some of the parents, like, mm-hmm. and we're talking, like, these are, like, U11, U12 travel baseball, and they're screaming at umpires. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, it this is not that. It should not be that intense. Like, okay, like, you know, just cheer your kid on, but you don't need to, like, go after people, like, if you think a call was blown. I don't know. So I, I also wonder, like, when – like your kid, like if you have a kid and they're traveling to Chicago, Indianapolis, like all these different places, because like how, how much do they even enjoy that? Because it's like, okay, I'm on my yeah. weekend from school, a day here, a day there travel that one day it's nonstop sports that we're there, but it's like, yeah, it's cool. We're in Chicago, but you're probably not even like going out and seeing like a Wrigley field or, or going to go and see like, there's just no time for for, yeah, for there, vacation like it could be in any city like yeah. who cares what what you're saying it is it's like the kids not enjoying or enjoying it and being able to see these cool things and, and um yeah i, 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 I would think venture, that would like mentally have an effect where it's like, like <clears throat> yeah okay like, do i, I want to do this even more as a kid you know but i i vaguely remember like taking a couple like trips like because tr- i was on like a travel soccer team but the same thing lorenzo like we did like one trip a year like mm-hmm. we never really got outside of northwest ohio but I rem- <laughs> all i remember jim is literally like about that tournament is like you know the standard like oh we had some oranges at the tournament you know like and we stayed at a hotel and that was kind of cool but like looking back i don't really remember much about that that specific now the tournament. cool thing i i would say is like <clears throat> sorry um like you get to spend a lot of time with your buddies right yeah friends on the team because you're yeah. doing this and it's kind of like a bonding experience that you're going through um i think looking at it that way like be good for kids but um you know some of these over-the-top parents and stuff crazy well i, I, guess the, the, I just don't see the three of us being like i guess those parents of craziness of travel <laughs> sports but I could be wrong. Did you just point at me? I, I did. I'm not sure how everything was. Oh, it was you nailed everybody it. else's thing, but you yeah. nailed it. No. Um, <laughs> I, I, so with travel sports as like, even Mateo's age, like it's, it'd be hard for me to be like, if he was like, was really into basketball and liked basketball. Like if you want to do that and, 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 you know, soccer sailed a long time ago, that wasn't a thing for either of them. But if you want to do like multiple things, you know, that that's where I'd be like, ah, eh, I don't know. I mean, we even kind of did that with Lillian right now. She does gymnastics and baton year round, Baton's two nights a week. Gymnastics is once. Um, but her gymnastics program wanted her to like go on this. It's called a training team. And she's, she's seven. They want to do this training team where she does it like two nights a week. And it happened to fall on the same nights as baton and she could make both. But I, I turned to my wife, I'm like, she's seven. We're not going to make her do three hours worth of stuff on a Monday night and Wednesday night, you know, so we have to pick. That's, and, yeah. That's a lot. Yeah, yeah. And so we, so we told her, you know, we said, Hey, we're, we're sticking with baton Monday, Tuesday or Monday, Wednesday, and you'll just do gymnastics one night a week, you know? And so, so even that, like we had to decide something like that, but as far as like, I let, I, we let our kids decide, like if Mateo said, Hey, this is my last year playing travel baseball. I don't want to play anymore. I say, okay. You know, that's fine. Um, I think he's, yeah. I mean, he's okay at baseball, but the same, what Jim was saying, like, he likes being around like his friends, uh, all yeah. summer, you know, well, a lot out. of it too is like, you know, you said your kid is, you, he likes baseball, like, you know, and he's okay with it or good with it, whatever. But it's like, you know, they're so young, like they're not going to get discovered is my point of like, you know, sure, yeah, yeah. Old, like, 
I, I don't know. So that, that I just, I, that's where I struggle is like the parents that think like the travel baseball or soccer or basketball will help their kid break out. And like, I, I you know, well, well I, I think know. another aspect of it, aspect of it too, is recruiting. So as you get older, it's so much easier to recruit. I mean, I, I, I don't remember when we were in high school, uh, our, our classmates going to division three, division two schools. It was always a big deal when it was a division one school. Here's your scholarship. But I mean, there's from this past football team, I think we have maybe, I don't know, seven kids playing college football, which to me, it seems like a lot of kids. Now it's all different levels. One through, through three division one through three, but it just seems like if kids want to play a sport in college, they can it doesn't matter how good you are. There's going to be a school that, yes, we need to fill our roster. I talked to a coach um, when I first started coaching at Perrysburg, he was a varsity coach and he said he was a, um, a football coach at defiance college. He said, we had to bring in 700 freshmen like to visit because we needed at least a hundred kids to come to defiance college. And, and at that point, well, how good are these kids? Well, not probably not ex- exceptional, but it's division three football, you know? Yeah. So, so I think the nature of recruiting, knowing if you want to play a sport in college, you can. It just depends on what level you want to play at. Yeah, what level you want to play. That's a good point. Yeah. And I also think what parents need to also realize is, <clears throat> especially like the older travel teams, like I'll hear it a lot from parents like around here where they're like, oh, my kid was asked to join this team or my kid was like told to do this. I have such like a skeptic thought where it's just like – do they really want my kid or do they just, they need to kind of, to your point, like they need to fill out another spot. Yeah. Right. Because a lot of these things, it's a, it's a business that it's essentially business. they're running yeah. where it's just like, okay, if we can get 12 people or, you know, like 20 people on the team or whatever, 18 people, then, you know, it costs only this amount and I can make like X amount on this and do different, like all this type of stuff. And like, that's the, like, part that just like i am yeah. like, like it just gives me the like i feel like parents got in there and like these coach like some of these coaches that i've seen it's just like i think yeah, it's a lot of disgruntled parents it really is like you know to whoever said it but like yeah i again i just remember like the u11 or u12 age and there were like three or four travel perrysburg teams yeah. i'm like really in my like if quote unquote you're really good there might be one or two but like why is there three or four at this age like dude just put your house put your kid in like house baseball like I had so much fun playing Perrysburg like house baseball and like you know looking back like I don't want to bring well I'll 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 burn myself but I was the last kid cut in freshman year uh, of uh, of baseball and I don't regret anything. It's not like I like go back thinking like, Oh my gosh, I should have played travel. Cause I could have been that much better, but I don't know. Like I felt like I was close to, to some of the other kids, you know, that, and all I did was play house and I didn't even really dedicate as much time to it either. So basically yeah. what I'm telling you is I'm like, I'm a gifted athlete. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, guys. Well, hold on real quick. Yeah. Yeah. Friend of the program, George Smith sent me an article that I just want to bring up. Sure. Because he's on my state, like he's with me in terms of where Disney is. Okay. Not the biggest fans in the world. Yeah. Okay. So he sent this to me where. Careful, Jim. Careful. You're talking talking to two big Disney fans. Yeah. (laughs) I want to hear your guys' take on this. Sure, sure. Disney has a new Star Wars hotel. Yes. That they are charging between $5,000 and $20,000 yeah. to go to. That yeah. is struggling somehow to book oh, weird. their rooms. After the first like month, I guess, it was booked up. And then after that, it's been like nothing. Now, a little backstory. I looked into this hotel. You have zero windows. You have a Well, screen. you're in a spaceship. So Yeah. So essentially, don't you know what you're talking about, Jim? Maybe you're not the best resource here. (laughs) You have a screen that looks like you're in a spaceship, kind of. 
Okay. But that's what you're looking at instead of a window. It's called a completely immersive experience. Okay. Okay. I just want to know, Disney has people for everything, right? And who's like, I I told George this and I thought it was a valid point. On a cruise ship, right? The cheapest rooms are like the middle of the ship. You have no windows. And that's exactly like looking at the photos of this thing. What it kind of reminded me of was like the inner rooms of a cruise ship. And I'm all for like, hey, if you want to do a Star Wars theme, but who's like, hey, let's take all the windows out of this place and have no pool or any spas or anything else. And let's charge them at minimum five grand to do this. And that doesn't include any drinks, any food. You want to get your picture taken with something or have them take your picture. There's a hundred bucks. People will love it. And I would have just loved to have been in that like meeting at Disney when they're like, guys, I think I got this pricing model, like figured <laughs> out to the T. We want to do it this way. Check it out. Now defend uh, Sir Walt. Well, defend I, your I, Disney. Go ahead, I, guys. I'll, I'll, I'll hang up and listen. <laughs> I, I'm not. Well, I'm not going to defend anything because I do not like Star Wars. Uh, I don't hate it, but I don't like it. So I would never do that. And I don't care how much Mateo loves it because he does he 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 watched all the movies by himself um i i would not pay that that price at all ever so i i you know yes disney is notorious for like here's the price of this thing oh you want to add this thing on there's another price oh and this other thing too that you thought was free that's another price you know that's just that's just how it works you know and and sometimes yeah that is disney's pricing model jim you said the whole like oh you want your picture taken that's another month well yeah that that literally is how it works like yeah so so i i'm i'm fine with that because going in like i know that's how they operate but to to even start like no i would forget that i'm I'm not like the same case like I'm assuming for five grand a night or whatever, you could probably get like a villa at another Disney hotel. That's like no. not even well, that. I mean, oh, for for five grand a night, yes, yeah. yeah. So like, I I know very little about the the I think they call it like Star Wars Galactica or something. But yes. like, I think that it was way different from when they like. Uh, I remember hearing the initial reaction was like, oh. Disney's going to build a Star Wars hotel, like a themed hotel. And I was like, oh, that sounds kind of cool. But then I heard like it was like like you're re- referring to completely immersive. You, you're literally like as soon as you get to the hotel, like you're like your brain. They basically start changing your brain, thinking you're in Star Wars. And like they're, they're, the characters, you know, are. Yeah, that was their selling point. Like Chewbacca yeah. could be on an elevator with you. Yeah. And be so like, you yeah. got to be a huge Star Wars fan, obviously, like, you know, to do this. Um, do I think there's people to fill the slots? Yeah. Uh, I, I like to your point, though, I don't I haven't seen anything about like if they're having trouble finding people. Well, also, I mean, how, how sure. big is this? How big is this hotel? How many rooms are there? Do we know I that? Too? Yeah, I was just curious. We'll get our stat, our stat <laughs> to figure that out. We'll get our stat, our stat guys. We'll get on that. Yeah. Well, we we stayed the fir- the very first time we went we stayed at Animal Kingdom lot or Animal Lodge or Kingdom Lodge or whatever and that was that's pretty expensive that's one of their the high tier ones and even that was I mean it was under a thousand bucks but it was it was still a hefty price it's, yeah you know uh, so, but, yeah just that, just knowing that. the prices because I was like looking around you know be- obviously for my trip recently like it, like there are ho- some hotels like that like Lorenzo referred to Animal Kingdom is one of them I think. That if you're staying in like a bigger bedroom or you know like room type it, it is pushing a thousand bucks a night so the the discount hotels for disney are i want to say at least 200 a night we stayed like when i just went with uh you know my daughter rick and adrian and their kids like we stayed at like a moderate and i think it was like over 300 something yeah a night. that's how so, ours was too yeah so it's definitely creeping up there um, but it, that's a major price difference between 5,000 for, I think <laughs> I saw two nights at that thing. And I was like, dude, uh, it would be cool. I kind of think, cause I, I do like star Wars, but, uh, do I like $5,000 for two nights star Wars? No, like I wouldn't do that. So beer is $13 a beer, $11 for wine, $23 for specialty drinks. 
um it all seems that, normal that, to me. yeah you're throwing out numbers and honestly like that sounds like disney to me though like they're they're disney's in it for making money and obviously like they set they signed that what it was that they bought the star wars rights for like what three billion dollars i think like i will say the star wars land was cool because like it is i think that's what they're they're doing in with star wars is like they try and like put you into a completely immersive experience and so like when you were walking through like star wars at hollywood studios like anywhere you look like you know like you it's not like i could just see like something out in the distance like because of the way they built it like they built the structures where all you're seeing is star wars like land so it is kind of cool for that matter and but again the hotel i feel like would just i i feel like it would get old also i like it it was interesting because they said like the first two months or first month like booked up completely but then because i'm sure those are people like that have been waiting since they announced waiting die hard have money all this stuff my my question would be like okay once those people run through how many other people are going to be like hey let's let's do let's let's check this place out right (laughs) yeah all right well uh thanks for george for writing in um thanks to you guys for being people What's that? I said it's that easy. <laughs> You're on. <laughs> uh, Man, next thanks, caller, go ahead. <laughs> thanks to you guys for for uh, doing another month of this. Uh, this is fun. I enjoy it. Uh, so hopefully we keep doing it, and maybe our our new model of so everyone bringing a story will will help it too. So anything else as we depart here? Nope. No. Okay. Well, enjoy. Enjoy your weekends, and uh, we'll be back in a month. We'll see you guys. See you guys.